This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hello, my loves. Welcome to a solo cast episode of Open to Alchemy. This is our monthly episode where I tap into the spirit animal oracle for the month to give us some wisdom. And we are in July. I'm actually recording this just a few days before July, but this should be dropping on July 6th. And It has been a very energetically crazy few weeks. I can't remember a time recently where it felt like there was so much movement, so much shifting, so much energetically happening. So I'm super curious to see what comes up in this month. I'm sure it will be all the things, some things easy, fun, exciting, some things harder, more curious to get through. And so we will just all get through it together. So the card for this month is the Bobcat Spirit. And I will post a photo of this, of course. The Bobcat Spirit says that life is a mystery. So that's a really funny card based on all that's already been going on. What's coming up for me is that, first of all, this card is a little bit scary because if you know me personally, you might or might not know that I have a little bit of a fear of cats. And I'm looking at this cat who looks very much like a regular cat and its green eyes are sort of giving me, (laughs) giving me some vibes. But what it's really coming through is this idea that not all things, as we know, can be explained with the mind. Not all things can we understand and dissect and plan for? And that's exciting, right? If you knew how absolutely everything was going to turn out, even if it was everything that you always wanted, I don't know, I guess there would be some boredom, there would be some thing that felt like it was missing. So part of the journey is being excited about what's going to happen, feeling your way through things. I, I think one of the things I love most about this intuitive work and living in a space of more consciousness is that I don't know what's going to happen and I get to play. I get to experiment. I get to be open and be curious and just see what's coming in. I think the the biggest thing that's coming in right now for me is this idea of judgment. And it's funny, I've been chatting with another friend. I was saying, I think I need to have no judgment July. And so of course I love that this this card comes up. And and I think that 
I'm guilty of spending time in a place of self-critique, self-judgment. I think I mostly have moved away from judgment of others. Of course, lots, always room for improvement, but I think that has been a major place of growth that I can acknowledge and recognize in myself in that I used to be more critical or more inquisitive or more just why is that person doing that or or look at what is happening with them and now I think if I do have a feeling or I do feel triggered or somebody is bringing something up in me I'm able to look at it and examine it from a much more soul-driven perspective of there is something in this situation, in this circumstance that is being called to the surface that is having a light shown on it for a reason. And most likely that reason is because I'm feeling something, it's creating a feeling in me, a situation in me that I need to investigate. For example, the other day something happened and I felt really, mm, I felt really triggered. I don't like that word. I felt really provoked in a way by a person, an acquaintance who just presented themselves as what I would call entitled. They felt entitled to this. They felt entitled to that. And when I sat with it and, and, was open to why am I feeling this way about this person? What I recognized was that that is a feeling that I don't allow myself to have, that I don't allow myself to feel entitled. And I know my initial use of the word entitled is with a negative connotation, but if I can allow it to be a, a neutral or a positive, then entitled is another way of saying worthy, is saying that someone is deserving. And so it really was such a beautiful eye-opening opportunity for me to learn and grow when I sat with this, this situation without the judgment and just with the information of, okay, I'm feeling this certain way, what is this here to show me? And I really was able to uncover some, some deep beliefs, some deep roots of not feeling worthy, not feeling deserving, not feeling entitled. And so I'm so grateful for this person for living their authentic self, living their truth, living in a way where they feel like, yeah, I'm entitled to it. What's the big deal? And I'm grateful to myself and my awareness to be able to sit with that and say, this feeling that I have been provoked into is not about the other person. It's about what's lacking in me. It's about what's missing in me. And so if we can approach these situations without the judgment for the other person, without the judgment for ourselves and just view it as information, then that is a beautiful opportunity for this mystery of life to 
unveil itself, to open up a new layer of, of understanding, a new layer of compassion, of self-discovery, of inquiry, that not everything is what it seems. Not everything is, is black and white. There is a duality to, to our lives. And I feel like that word duality has come up so much. That is all that it's been that I can feel one way and also a seemingly opposite way that I can want one thing very much, but also want something completely different. And again, that is okay. That's what life is about. It's not everything has to fit into this very logical, practical, if I see it, then I touch it, then I understand it. And I know that it's certainly harder for some than others. I know that some people are designed based on their human design, based on their astrology, based on their family conditioning, that it can be much more challenging to open up to things that can't be explained, to allow yourself to surrender to feelings and emotions and the intuition of things. And, and I totally get that. And so it, this is just an opportunity for you to know where you are right now, be honest with yourself in the sense that if you feel like you are at a place where you feel peace and joy and happiness with the way that you approach things, then that is wonderful and you should continue right on along with living what's authentic to you. And if it's something that you've been thinking about, something that has been calling to you, maybe you feel little pings about, huh, I wonder if this could be different. I wonder if there's another way of looking at this. I wonder if there's another way of being, then I would just invite you to to follow that because those little pings, those little breadcrumbs, those little signs and synchronicities is your intuition coming in. It is your way of being guided to look at something, to investigate something, to, to consider something in a different way. So many of us spend a lot of our time in this place of, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is what I wanted. This is the way I thought it was gonna turn out. This is what life is supposed to be, or I'm supposed to be, or my partner, or my kids, or my job is supposed to be. And I get that. And I definitely am working through this as we speak. The idea of letting go of what it's supposed to be and allowing what it is, is such a beautiful practice. There is so much wisdom to be found in just getting to the truth. It doesn't mean the truth is always going to be that way. It doesn't mean that when we admit this thing, we have to then knock everything down and build everything back up. It might be that you're exactly where you want it to be. But if you can just let go of this idea of what it's supposed to be, 
to see what it really is, it's from that place that you can then make the, the pivots, the shifts, the changes. If we don't admit that we are in, not in the place that we wanted or that you know, we made a mistake or we wish something would be different or we are no longer interested in this subject or our passion has changed, our relationships have changed. If we don't at first come from the place of surrendered truth, then it is so much more difficult to move forward, to make changes, to get what you really want because we're living from a place of this is what I thought it was going to be and not allowing and accepting that maybe it didn't turn out that way and that's okay. We have to let go of this judgment that we place on our dreams. Dreams change, passions change, you change in terms of your values and perspective and Every experience that we have informs the next decision, the next action step. And so if you want to live with this intuitive flow, if you want to live in a place where you are open to all that can come in, if you're open to flowing with the universe and finding alignment and being in this space of co-creation, then we almost have to allow it to be, find the truth in any situation. And then from that place and that perspective, make the next right decision based on our intuition, based on the information that we have at hand and trusting that so many signs, so many little hints so many little gifts are being given to us and each and every moment if we allow ourselves to trust if we allow ourselves to open to the the beauty the comfort the incredible support and and encouragement and knowing that is all around us so if you are a person that has a tendency to feel like you need everything plotted and planned, I would encourage you to ask yourself what that control provides you. So in other words, what is it that your soul is getting from this idea that you have to have it all figured out, that everything needs to be in this place at this time that you have to make sense of everything in order for it to work a certain way. It's, it's a really interesting question to, to dive into if you're open to seeing what it is that that control is giving you and, and where it came from. Is it giving you peace? Is it giving you satisfaction? Is it giving you a sense of, of ownership? Is it providing superiority? There's so many things that it could be giving to you. 
And it's just an, again, an interesting question to sit and take a walk about or journal about and, and be open to what you hear. And also the flip side of that is who would you be if you allowed more intuition to come in? Who would you be if you allowed mystery and opportunity and an unknowing to be around you? What, what would that say about you? And is there a story there that you have perhaps created in order to feel safe, in order to feel secure, in order to feel like you know your place in your family, in your community, in this world? And what, what is that story? I've been thinking a lot about this lately and how I can continue to open, to soften, to let go of any sense of control that I want to take over a situation, whether it be in a family situation where, you know, this tendency just to sort of fix it and solve the problem and talk it through or, or, you know, get to the other side of it. And also in a business sense where you're working on a certain thing and it just, you've got to figure it out and it's got to be this way. And maybe for the time being, it's an opportunity for it not to be. So what if I want to, to, to do this certain thing? Or so what if I thought something was going to be a certain way? What does it matter if it's not? What does that say about me? nothing. It says that something changed. It says that something new came along. It says that I tried something different. It said that the circumstance was altered. All of these things that we create in our mind are ego driven. The ego is always trying to keep us safe. It's always trying to keep us protected. It's always trying to prove ourselves right. And so for me, the more I can continue to be friends with my ego, but put my ego in its place, the more I can open up to a new understanding, a new way of looking at things, and, and really be surprised, delighted, curious, open. I don't need to have it all figured out. I don't need to know every step along the path like I used to. And it is scary. And it is sometimes like taking the leap without the net, you know, walking off the cliff and, and hoping and trusting that something will present itself to catch you. And it's kind of exhilarating if you allow it. So those are my thoughts on July and our spirit animal oracle, which is the bobcat spirit. And I will be sending email and doing some social posts around this and creating some resources and some other content to help support you in this theme for the month. 
if you have feedback, if you have ideas that you want covered, guests that you want interviewed, I would so love for you to send me an email, lauren at opentoalchemy.com. If you would like to book a human design reading and dig into all of who you were designed to be from an energetic level, from a practical level, from a spiritual level, a human design reading is such a perfect combination of woo and work. You get all of the practical stuff about how to live more in alignment and all of your beautiful gifts and talents and purpose and also the best ways to sleep and eat and use your energy throughout the day. Also, if you would like a soul reading or an energy healing, I do Reiki and I do soul readings and I have a really cool mind, body, soul package where we dig into human design and do Reiki and do a soul reading all in a really cool and fun package. So hit me up, open to alchemy.com. Thank you, my dears. I will chat with you soon. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.